0: Hi, and Ski Bum Podcast, episode number two fifty-eight. It is your pals. It is the end of September. It's Mario and Brian. Mario, what's up? Just chilling today. Um, <laughs> really, just chilling. I uh, had a had a big week, big week at work, so a lot was going on, and uh, it's good to start. You know, it's starting to cool down a little. It's uh, it's nice to start thinking about about where we're gonna ski. So, dude, I gotta tell you, we're starting this podcast like stupid late. At night, because I had a stupid work thing I had to take care of. But you know what? Like, I really wanted to do the podcast so bad this week. In the summer, like, we have those weeks where we're like, you know, let's just skip it. I got stuff it going on. Week. It's Fourth of July week. And, you know, there's stuff going on. I got Erotica in the mail this week. Nice. Free skier buyer's guide. Now, I don't know what their deal is with backcountry. They must have some sort of deal because everything's got like the backcountry, the gearhead where they're talking to them and asking questions. I don't oh. know what that's about. Don't forget, Backcountry, they're the ones who tried suing everybody just a few years ago. I think Backcountry may have created COVID to make us try to forget about them trying to sue everybody with the name Backcountry in their names. I believe it. You think that's? Imagine, imagine if that's what they did. If Backcountry somehow is like connected to the Bilderbergs and <laughs> they were the ones who orchestrated COVID, so we would forget See? that we would for, We don't forget. We don't Never forget. forget. You that's tried right. suing everybody with backcountry in your name. Yeah. We didn't forget. Oof. Regardless, that's how fired up I am today. I'm excited. You're fired up. It's I good. I want to do this podcast. I'm drinking green tea at night like a proper lady. I had a, <laughs> got my drink here. <laughs> it's matcha green tea. It's very good for you. It's cleansing. No smooge? No smooge, man. Smooge. Smooge is like 8,000 calories per can. I'm trying <laughs> to watch my fake ya. Regardless, um, I'm psyched. You're psyched. We're here. You're here. You're listening. And we thank you for that. That's fantastic. You're a very awesome person. We thank you for listening. Check us out at Skibumpodcast.com. You're on your favorite some dog barking action going on there. Stormy's excited. Stormy's fired up. Check us out. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, untapped at SkibumPodcast. Send us an email, Skibumpodcast at gmail.com. Go to your favorite podcasting apps, rate and subscribe. That would really help us out. And a big shout out and a thank you to our sponsor, Paradise Skis. They make seriously fun skis. Paradise Skis is all about making skiing as fun as possible. Whether it's shredding laps in Hawaiian shirts, bringing the parking lot apres, or getting up early for that huge backcountry objective, it's our mission to build skis and snowboards that allow our customers to enjoy Every single day in the mountains. If you go to their website, paradise skis.com and use the code SKIBUM15, you will get 15% off. For some reason, they didn't show up in the free skier buyers guide. I don't know if backcountry is probably trying to sue them and keep them off their website because they have a backcountry ski. Is that it? Is that it, backcountry.com? You just you just own words now? You own words? I like words. Mario's muted. He's so pissed off. I can't even hear him. Boom. Trademark. Boom. Tra- trademark. trademark. Yeah. ching eh, eh, It's our word now. You can't use it. Eh. Weak. Weak sauce. Yeah, I had to go on mute because the uh, dog was barking at something. <laughs> it's peanut butter time. <laughs> oh, no, <it> <laughs> oh, no, it isn't. Oh, no, it isn't. Oh, no, it isn't. thank you paradise skis thank you you people for listening we love you it's almost ski season mario let's kick it off the way we always do it's time for our today so now being almost ski season means it's we're officially into almost ski season so that's actually the start of this little ditty i have i think i had this last year the Gourd's Gone Wild. Gourd's Gone Wild. So this is a uh, Tampa Bay Brewing Company. That is with, a phenomenal name. Isn't that gourd. <laughs> gourd's gone wild. It's probably like uh they've been making this for a few years. And uh I like the taste of it because it's let me let me do it a little sample. Oh so it tastes more creamy and pumpkin y. Like it, it's it's not like a I don't know, some of them are too sweet and syrupy. This is a little bit. It's on the sweet side, but it's toned down. It's not syrupy. Uh, it's a um, 5.5 ABV uh, pumpkin beer. So uh, they're saying uh, red and amber malts. So there was but, like three, was it three or four years ago? Maybe it was five years ago. I think we were still doing the podcast in person together. Mm-hmm. Remember that was just like every company had like three pumpkin beers, and it was just mayhem. It was all hit or miss. You never knew. There were so many bad ones. Yeah, but this one, uh, uh Beer Advocate gives it an eighty-seven. Very good. Um, a lot of good ratings. I mean, Tampa Bay Brewing makes some pretty good beers. They're them and Cigar City. I would say, uh, are are a lot more crafty than some of the others. But yeah. there's a lot of good craft beer. So these guys, I like it. I look for it every year. I get at least a six pack just to kind of. Well, actually, they come in the fours. Uh, I just love the name. They're big cans. Yeah. I yeah. I was actually at the store and saw the dogfish head pumpkin last week. Yeah. And I didn't buy it because I have so much beer in my house and I would get yelled at for buying it. So I have to <laughs> drink at least four beers so I can buy a four pack of it because that's like one of the only ones that's really good. That's worth kind of nice. getting every year. Yeah. there's uh, I like the dogfish head. There's a the few of Schle- them. Schlafly is really good too. She flies good. Um, There's like eight percent. It comes in pretty hot. What's the other one? The the pumpkin. Oh, that's a uh, southern tier. Southern tier. That one's pretty good too. That one's pretty good. Yeah. Because they usually have it on tap. I like it on tap. Yeah. You have the warlock too, which is like another version of that. Hmm. Now this but one's pretty good. One of the best ones I... is the Elysian. The uh, what's is it called? Cappuccino or Poncuccino? Oh, yeah. It's the pumpkin cappuccino one. That one's really good. Nice. And there's a local one, Cane Brewing, here in Jersey. They make one where they... uh, It's a pumpkin beer. I think it's an Imperial pumpkin stout they make with uh, the local uh, coffee brewer around here. It's a collab, which is pretty awesome. That's very cool. That one's solid. I'll definitely have a pumpkin beer too next month. I actually have two in the fridge right now. I got one of those Cane. Mm. um, It's like one of those tall... Big set with 750. Yeah, the big uh, beer. Yeah. And the Schlafly I have too. Nice. So yeah. yeah not, it's hard. You gotta keep rotating stock. You gotta right? pumpkins, pumpkins have a little tiny window. You got a small window. Well, I know your window's bigger. And I don't know how in Florida your window's big for pumpkin. I just, you know I don't get it. I only it. drink like there's like four beer. Cause I even though I bought a four-pack of this beer, I'll probably drink maybe two, and then I'll get other people <laughs> to drink some. But I drink maybe like maybe a six pack of these guys, like, I don't know, yeah, a, a season. I think a pumpkin sampler would be perfect. Like a six pack. Perfect. Of like maybe do like one or two of your, your favorites, and you're like, this is all the pumpkin beer I need forever. We should do a ski pumpkin shot advent calendar oh. of pumpkin beers. You get like a little like pressurized. Like an, an October advent calendar. October advent calendar. I like that. Or hollow advent pre skis and pre skis. And how about um, it should start the first day of snowmaking? The first day that Loveland or Killington starts snowmaking, that's when you start the advent calendar. I like this. That's a good idea. I mean, and if you guys haven't checked out the most recent Ski Rex Media podcast with yours truly as the guests, where we came up with the idea of the person who has the most visits on their Indy Pass for the season should next season get a title belt that has unlimited access to all the Indy Pass exactly. resorts. Exactly, That would check be great. Check that out. Tim just champ. released it this week. It's the most brilliant idea in skiing pretty much ever. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we, we had that on his podcast when he had us on. So check that out at skirexmedia.com. Yeah, that Thank was a lot you, Tim. Of fun. So we're talking about beer. And I'm not drinking yes. beer. I'm not drinking beer today. you, what you what? got? I said screw it. I said it screw it. I didn't want beer. I drank all this green tea. This matcha green tea has got me all jacked up now. Apparently, Ooh, yeah. And I wanted to start a war. Does that have caffeine or no? Oh yeah, it's got caffeine. It's green. You know, oh, it's green tea. Green it's tea. Deca- it's not decaf- matcha. Okay. Oh no. It's matcha. I, I, want, I, I got a whiskey war happening right here. I got a whiskey war happening. Nice. You know what? We- every every year, it's Utah versus Colorado. Everyone's like Utah's better. All right, it's better. All blah blah blah. You know what I got? <laughs> Dude, you know what it is for me? It's Bullet Bourbon or Costco Bourbon. That's it. That's I walk in there, I get one of those. I have a whiskey war happening right now. Look at I have that. I have High West battling Breckenridge Brewing. Ooh. And it's it's a battle. So they're fighting it out right now. <laughs> and you know so, who lost, apparently? Apparently Breckenridge lost because it's goddamn empty because this was so freaking delicious. So maybe also won. they won. I don't I don't know. How do you, you win by losing? It's like golf, you know, like you have the lowest score you win. Like, you know, when you, when you go to pick a beer, do you say, give me the one that nobody touched? <laughs> you know what the best thing is, is the on sale beers. You're like, no one drank this crap, so it's on <laughs> <Yeah>. sale now. <laughs> you're actually, you'd rather discount it and get rid of it. One nobody of my, wants to drink it. One of my favorite moments in Craft beer history is when we went to Mount Snow and we were drinking, or you were drinking, the pumpkin head in like late February. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> they like, just tapped it. Did you just did you just find this in the basement? Someone just forgot about. Like, oh yeah, sure. We just chucked it on tap. It's like we got it two Augusts ago, but we found it. It's limited, special, cement, <laughs> <laughs> basement aged, basement aged pumpkin <laughs> beer. The funniest is they didn't want to like even hold it to the next year because they were pretty close. they are like, come on, man. <laughs> it's hold, it on for sale. Another, hold it for another two months. On sale, It'll yeah. seem like it's for that season. So this is a... It's, it's called Breckenridge Rumcast Finish. So it's a blended bourbon whiskey finished in rum barrels with natural flavors added. So I guess technically the end product cannot be called a bourbon because it has natural flavors added to it. Ah, that's... And it was finished in rum casks. But goddamn, when you finish anything in rum cask, that little bit of sweetness to it, mm. it But it's, it's not overpowering. It's just a little little kiss, you know? Hmm. Nice. It's this, if you've ever had, I mean, I know you've had the the Breckenridge. Yeah, the bourbon. regular. I know this, again, this is a Mount Snowhouse favorite, the original that we yep. decimated at times. It's just, it's got a little bit of sweetness to it. I mean... Just a, a lovely beverage. I don't want to call it a bourbon because that's, someone will get upset and pissed their pants. I don't know. Yeah, it's right. But it's, it's look at it. It's like light. Yeah, it's bourbon. very light. Very light. Hmm. I don't know what they're doing there. Maybe they're peeing in it. I don't know. It just works. Whatever they're doing, it works. Just keep doing it. Tasty, light. They're, it's a little expensive. Probably like 60 bucks for that bottle. Damn. You know, I noticed bur- bourbons went up. Like bourbons and whiskeys all went up probably like... Almost about 40%, 30, 40% everything in the last, like last couple of years, well, this year, especially because yeah. our, our transitory in quote inflation that's happening, my goddamn stakes are like 50% more than they used to be in April. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to you know get much- like, I'm going to get like $400 in Costco bucks back this year. All the goddamn <laughs> stakes I'm getting. You know how much my uh, Lamborghini insurance is going up? <laughs> it's fucking bullshit. It's bullshit, man. <laughs> I got a clean driving record, sort of. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Nobody found the bodies. All right. So no witnesses. No huh? yeah, no witnesses. <laughs> so, yeah, Bourbon, Breckenridge, good stuff. I tried going to the Breckenridge distillery when I was out there back in March. They closed at like seven o'clock. Oh, damn. And I was there at like eight. So, two ships passing in the night. Strangers in the night. Yeah. Oh, well. Well, so Colorado's winning, but Utah's here, ready to fight with their right, High West yeah. double rye. That's the outlast one there. If I get to that bottle, things are going to get problematic tonight. <laughs> What's we'll below think. that one? Do you have one below that, like Night Train or Cisco? <laughs> I mean, it's not a bad <laughs> bourbon at all. It's, this is actually a rye. It's very good. I, I like all the High West stuff, but yeah, uh, it's just if we drink this much, then things may get a little off the railie, as we say. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's how but, it should be. If you're drinking progressively, yeah. you should have to... If you want to keep drinking, whatever it is, you should progressively get worse and worse and see if you really want to keep drinking, you get to drink bad beers, bad whiskey, like all that stuff. That's what my dad always said. He said, whenever you have a party, he's like, always give them the good stuff first and then give them the crap after. They won't know the difference. That's true. Everybody gets a little... You're gonna taste have, and that's it you're gonna taste the good stuff at first and you're like oh this is amazing and when you can't even when you don't have taste buds anymore you're like oh this this wine is amazing what is it and you're like it's that same bottle i'll give you a first when it's actually <sighs> carlo rossi poured into yeah. that bottle boom boom everyone wins that's right speaking of winning let's go to ski news <laughs> How about, so tonight is the last night of September. It is September 30th, and Loveland Ski Area is hoping to begin snowmaking tonight. Wow. Tonight, son. October 1st, there will be snow on the ground in Loveland. Real, well, fake snow. Real, but man-made snow. It's a beautiful thing. Their annual snowmaking countdown clock is nearing completion And there, well, when they wrote this, it was less than 14 hours left. Overnight temps look promising, and the ski area benefited from about an inch of natural snowfall at higher elevations from a storm yesterday. Wow. Now, in addition to Loveland, there's been first snow spotted all throughout Colorado this week. A Basin saw some snow. Breckenridge, Vale, Keystone started to see some snow, and even resorts in the southern half of the state, including Purgatory and Wolf Creek, also saw snow on their mountain peaks. Boom. See, that's why like, you, you just get it's that feeling now. It's getting colder at night. It's getting darker. You hear yeah. these stories. Winter is coming. Everyone, you know, we got fun. football and everyone on, is- we got hockey on now. You know, Every, and everyone is getting fired up. Yeah. And speaking of fired, <laughs> that was a beautiful segue. It, it was. Um, so there was a big fire last week, uh, shuttered up big snow. So if anybody um, doesn't know, that's damaged. the North America's first indoor ski area. Um, we were at the. The first opening, not the second opening, but now they're going to have to have a third opening um, because a fire, while nobody was there, uh, there was a fire at like four in the morning. Uh, I guess they said it was a three alarm fire and I guess it just damaged uh, some of the equipment and they have to analyze like the structure and and all that stuff. So, um, I mean, this this place is the most cursed place in the world this american dream big snow it's yeah. you know like there were again they started building this in 2005 it didn't actually open till 2019 oh, it's yeah. it's just been ravaged with delays and issues and you look at the picture like the picture it looks like like i don't know thor or Hephaestus or some greek some god just took his like flaming sword and tried cutting the whole goddamn thing in half. Mm. That's what it looks like. Man. It's, oh. Yep. And it's Oof. just it's such a jersey thing to have happened too. They didn't say what caused the fire, did they? I don't think they know at this point. Oh, they said it was reported to start have started on the roof, which supports snow making lighting lighting and lift system. And they didn't <laughs> consider it suspicious, so maybe some of the equipment just the, blew the up. equipment that's like twenty years old now. When they first installed it, right? You know, yeah. They did update today, though. They did say that the fire damage was contained to only a small area of the snow dome. The building has kept temp throughout this incident, minimizing snowpack loss. Wow! To allow recovery work, they need to extend closure for several weeks, and will refund pre-purchase visits through Halloween. Hmm. So it's about a month. Wow. Which is a total bummer because I was going to be going next week. Were you? Now, apparently. Uh, In theory. It, before the fire, I wouldn't have said that. <laughs> but now I will say "Like I was going to go. It's not there. I almost was there, man. It's I almost was there. there that day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just... You, you look at Big Snow and it's such a cool thing and it's so much fun. But you look at the back history of it and th- just how... Many problems it's had, and it's it, short it was built life. on like an old cemetery. It's like cursed. It's it's got to be. It's a, it's just like in the movies, Jimmy Hoffa. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, this is. It's such a bummer, but I'm glad it was minimal. I, I just I can't imagine like like the people who work there or the people who've been in this process for all these years who are just like must like get that like their phone starts buzzing at like five in the morning. They're like they're like oh god again. Again, like it's just it can't win, can't win, can't win. Yeah. Oh well. <clears throat> but speaking of winning, here comes La Niña. Boom. The little girl may pack big northern snows. So it seems like the last couple of years, it's or last couple of La Niñas, it's been like, ah, La Niña is not going to happen. No chance in the summer. Yeah. And then once you start getting into the fall, they're like, whoa. La Niña is happening. Yeah. So what is La Niña? La Niña means that water temperature in a large area of the central Pacific Ocean around the equator are below normal. These below normal water temperatures influence global weather patterns, especially during the winter for the US. This strong influence on winter weather is important because it provides some confidence in the seasonal snow forecast a bit ahead of the season's start. Many people, and even meteorologists, are skeptical of long-range weather forecasts, especially those that purport to predict amounts of snow or rain for the next half a year. That skepticism is generally warranted, except perhaps during a La Nina or even an El Nino winter. The uh, The bulk of data suggests we're headed into a cold phase, also known as La Nina, The most recent analog is last winter, which was also a La Niña winter. La Niña tends to organize the wintertime jet stream in a way that favors the Pacific Northwest and northern tier of states with the most consistent winter snowfall. Hmm. La Niña tends to leave California and the southern tier of states drier and warmer than normal. This pattern is not conducive to atmospheric river setups. The drought can deepen as a result. Hmm. so I guess last year was also a La Nina winter right now. They're saying conditions have a 70 to 80% chance that they will be, they will persist through winter 21, 22. Hmm. So that means their winter snowfall outlook. You got places like big sky, Jackson hole, Schweitzer, Whistler as having the best chance of larger average snowfalls. Nice. They're saying 120% of the huge at those places. Wow. Awesome. Now that's cool. If you're at places like Wolf Creek, Telluride, Tows, Tahoe, Silverton, Purgatory, Mammoth, they're saying 80%. Wow. Now this is not exact science us how it is. It's never spread equally. It's just it's hit or miss depending on the year. Hey, man! Some people are seven foot two. Some people are yeah. four foot eight. You know, as long as you get some snow, right? Some people have you know, big dongs. Some people got tiny dongs. You know, it's just <laughs> that's the roll of the dice. If that's perhaps you live in a place that's not getting the good snow, you can always take a trip up to to Schweitzer mm. or Jackson Hole because they will be getting the good stuff. Jackson. So La Silverton. Nina. La Nina. That's what we're looking at right now. A La Nina winter weather pattern. A La Nina winter weather pattern. That's the way it's looking right now. All right. Very exciting. Good stuff. And that pretty much wraps up the ski news this week. So we're taking it pretty chill this episode. Just chilly, chill. We don't have a main topic, at least not a formal one. But we did want to just kind of start chatting about the ski season just to get excited about it. Yeah. Because again, like I said, boom, free ski your buyer's guide. Just got it. Just thumbing through it. And I really wish I could just, I wish someone gave me $6,000 and said, Brian, I want you to spend this all on ski stuff now. Because I would. And, and one you got to get the, Hey, do you have like 50 grand to send me on some ski trips now? Like I really want these freaking Lang XT three touring boots. They're nice. super cool. I want to get a touring setup. I think there's all this stuff I want. I just, I feel like a little kid getting his Christmas list together. Like there's all this stuff I want, but I need to be good the next few months Yeah. Uh, to Santa Claus. He's got to like, I got to make sure he brings the snow. Well, yeah, see, that's the thing. Do you ask for the snow or the ski gear, right? If you get the ski gear and no snow, you kind of screw it. Mm. Kind of a ha-ha, you know? The... Be careful what you wish for. You exactly. Know? You ask yeah. for all... The, it's like an Atlantis-Morissette song. You get in all your beautiful ski gear and then global warming happens and a volcano erupts and Don't all you have is lava. It. That's right. Isn't it ironic? <laughs> <laughs> Don't you goddamn think. So, Mario, have you had your eyes on anything? coming up this ski season i was thinking in the back of my head about uh skis again but i don't know i'm thinking i'll I'll ride it through what i have and see if i get some more days on the stuff i have you know that's the other thing i go back and forth like i really want new stuff but i also don't want to just you know get rid of stuff that's perfectly good you know what i mean Well, one of my, the dumb thing about- You can put duct tape on stuff and keep it going for like 20 years. I had a Columbia jacket, a bugaboo that was like, literally is like 25 years old. (laughs) And I was still wearing, I was like, I got to get rid of it because it's over 20 years old. Made to last. The stuff's made to last. I just, you know what it is? Is when I look at this kind of stuff, I I pretty much, I want to buy the stuff that I wish I was using more often. You know, I forget to look at things realistically. Yeah. You're like, Brian, you're mostly skiing in the Northeast on ice. You don't need to buy giant powder skis. <laughs> if you're watching the video, they're right back there. And you're wondering, why do I have them? Why right? I, dude, I bought them. Actually, that's when I found out Andrea was pregnant. I'm like, I got to buy something stupid for myself. <laughs> like, I got her. A, I got, you know, they got push presents for women. I got a uh, conception present for myself. There you go. I'm not saying it's right. That's what they call it now, it's push it presents? That's uh, when you have to push out the baby. You're supposed to yeah. buy them presents. Ah. Yeah. It's, it's it's cool. your, it was your push present. You should get your push present present before. Right? Okay. Before the bait. Like when she announces, it's, you know, congratulations to you. And then she could get it on the other side. Oh, she got it on the other side. <laughs> I assure you. <laughs> Yeah, I bought those skis. I think I've skied on them now six days, seven days. I got them in 2017. Wow. Do you, yeah. you took them on ice, didn't you? Dude, I took them through the trees in Killington with Cody once. That was the dumbest. Because they're the goddamn 112 underfoot, 182. They're monstrous skis. And you know when, like, Cody would, like, go to places with, like, no names, just, like, wander off into this bizarre areas. Oh, yeah. And then That's, you'd see, you, you'd follow them a little bit, and then you'd be like, Oh my God, there's a sign actually here. Are we in Rutland? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you just you just go all over the place. And yeah. I took them on there because it was right after they got the three feet of snow. Mm. But it was too far after for them to make sense to use, but I still had them and wanted to use them. So I did. Had to do it. Had to do it. Shoot but, the J. but when we were at Whistler that one time a couple of years ago, I had them there also. And they were perfect for that. Nice. I mean, they're just, they're big mountain skis. They're, they, yeah. if you're in powder, they're, they're great for that. They actually, the new version, they came in third in the powder category hmm. in this lovely free skier ski porn magazine. But they're just like Black Crow skis are just so much fun. Nice. They're awesome. But I got my Paradise skis and I am super psyched to try them out. You've, and I, I would have gone to Big Snow this month to try them out. But, you know, goddamn huh. Big Snow had to catch fire in the most Jersey possible thing ever. Our ski resort caught fire. Like, that's really been, I guess, you know, out west, they had the fires in, in the Tahoe area. These are like the there. mafia fires, the union mafia fires, right? Seriously, I think a garbage truck caught fire <laughs> and then the big snow just got caught. It ran into big snow. I don't know what happened. Got caught crossfire there. <laughs> I was telling Mario about this before. There is a documentary on Netflix, speaking of garbage and fire, <laughs> it's called... Oh, my God. Is it Untold? Is that what it is? Untold, the Danbury trashers. Oh, my God. If you're a hockey fan, if you're a fan of flaming garbage trucks, (laughs) this documentary is awesome. It's about James Galanti, the alleged mafia king. Alleged. (laughs) Who bought his 17-year-old son a minor league hockey team. That's and it's awesome. just fantastic. It sounds ridiculous and it's not even scratching the surface about how ridiculous the real story is. <laughs> and the craziest thing is, is my wife lived in the same town as the, the Galantes and didn't even realize it back in the eighties. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. But anyway, so yeah, so like I'm looking at boots. I'm looking at, I, I, you know I has been interesting. Me is the heated gear. You know they have like a battery in it, and it like like a jacket or sh- an undershell. They have they have, you know, anything like just it's either like the the like the shell jacket or like a a vest almost. They have it's like a heated jacket that it's interests a, me. So it's got a battery in it. Yeah, so it's like heated boots, heated jacket. Heated boots. Okay. What kind of weight does that add? I don't know. I think the batteries are pretty small. Small batteries. Okay. But uh one thing I did buy last year, like end of the season ish, like March ish, because I went skiing with our pal Rich from All About Apre, and he friggin' we were at Dunkin' Donuts at like five in the morning, so we left <laughs> super early, and he freaking was belt shaming me. Cause I had this like like little ghetto <laughs> like uh belt on. So you know I ended up buying? One of those six eight six belts. They're not a sponsor. Yeah, that's what I got. On. Dude, it's got I got like, that orange one I always wear. It's got, so it has two, you know, like a double um, double holes in there. And it's got the, you know, the belt, I don't know what you call it. The thing that goes in the holes, the belt dick, the little, the, the little, it's got two <laughs> belt dicks. <laughs> what do you call that thing? Prongs? I don't know. The prong, the, I'm calling it the belt dick. <laughs> so the two belt dicks, one is a flathead screwdriver and one is a Phillips head screwdriver. Okay. So you have like tools on you that, I mean, you oh, anyway, yeah. And then the, on the, the frame part where the dick, the belt thick <laughs> holes go, the belt dicks go in, the frame has a bottle opener on it. So nice. You can like open a bottle and you've got your screwdrivers there. <laughs> so if there's any sort of like, you know, minor fix required, like you're the man, you're good to go. I love all that stuff. It's great that it's multifunctional, but do you really use that shit? Like, you know, hold on a sec. You need, you need a you need a screwdriver. You, somebody's working on the car. You Take off your belt. Here you go. I'm just saying. <laughs> what if what if perhaps you do go on a backcountry tour and something happens to your binding and you're like, oh man, if I had just a simple screwdriver, <laughs> I could fix this. If you I had wanna a screwdriver cr- on my belt, dick, I could fix the you dick. <laughs> you like you want to you want to crank your din up? Your your binding din up?
1: Crank Got it up. Got your belt,
0: dick. Like, I mean, that's got to have a name. It's got to have a name. It's got to have parts. Let's look up parts of a belt. Like, I I mean, maybe we should get some clarity here before we start sounding. I want a diagram. Parts of a belt. I need it. Oh, here it is. I'm like 90% sure it's not called the belt (laughs) dick. I don't believe it is. It's like the prong. They call it the prong. There's the bar, the frame, and then there's the prong. most of them don't say anything though this says tongue and belt loop and punch hole and stitching and panel well then they say yeah frame bar prong all right and so this... here's the one prong okay yeah <laughs> so yes it's not called a belt thick the prongs the prongs are... <laughs> the prongs the prongs the prongs are screwdrivers, and on the frame there is a bottle opener. <laughs> Why well, do I got a little shrimp on your belt? <laughs> What's up, shrimp belt. Shrimp belt. <laughs> 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 what was that show? Is a backyard? Was that backyard brawlers? Backyard. Oh, uh, was it a dog fight? Dog called. fight. That's another documentary. If you want to oh, just. It's a good now, Netflix one. This is not racist. Dogfight. <laughs> <laughs> that documentary is the opposite of a Warren Miller documentary. Let's just let's just say that. It's magical. <laughs> it's not. It's just the opposite. <laughs> uh, 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 it's just the opposite. It was. It was interesting. I tell you. I mean, it makes you realize. Number one, what a pussy you are. <laughs> yeah (laughs) this guy's going out what were they fighting for like seven bucks (laughs) I think they were charging like seven bucks to watch this was like so if you remember like back in the day MMA like Kimbo Slice like that's where he's from like that's like his story it was outside of Miami right yeah it's like like southwestern Miami area Mm. they would just have these like backyard fights like bare knuckle backyard fights and these people would like you know set them up and they would charge people and the best thing was like the people who didn't want to pay, what, five bucks, seven bucks to watch yep. them, they would like, they would like put chairs outside and like look over the fence to like watch the fights. So and they have guy like, come over and like try to like beat these people up for like not paying. And... Yeah. You can't watch it for free. And... Oh my God. Like uh-huh. so many people died. Tons of betting going on. <laughs> A lot of oh, yeah. betting going on. It was yeah. just, yeah. Yeah. Different it's interesting world. that, that little, yeah, that world. Oof. Yeah, so I think I'm gonna ask Santa for some heated stuff, and this heated way I don't stuff. have to have because I'm slimming down to like I don't want to have like this jacket and that jacket and all this little jacket and a mid layer. I guess I just want one one item, you know. Plus two, your blood has changed being in Florida. That is true, but if I have a light jacket with a heater in it, I don't have to wear a, a big bulky jacket. It's true. I'm not yeah. a fan of the bulky stuff. Yeah. Like I like slim. I like to, you know, because again, the bulky stuff too, that collects a lot of the cold air. So it's kind of like big and floppy and the cold air is all in there. I agree. Like but there's a point where where bulk is okay because I don't, have you ever tried on like really like tight ski pants? And you're like, <laughs> what the, Who who's wearing this? Are these, these women's pants? Like, like racing pants? You kind of freak out. You're like, what, what is this? I just wanted some regular pants. Yeah. You almost have to get the snowboard ones, right? Yeah, I get I always get snowboard. The Burton ones were great. Yeah. It's almost like the way they're designed, they have like an inner inner structure like it's like a inner liner and when you get in, it's kind of like it has everything all laid out like in and kind of tacked where it should be. It's pretty good. Very interesting. Yeah. It's so tricky too because you know, you look at a magazine and you're like, "Oh, those look awesome. This looks awesome. I want this." And then sometimes, I mean, the, the the gear especially, because some companies, the way things fit size-wise, it's mm-hmm. so different. Like if yeah. you get, if depending on how you're built, some stuff, like I have broad shoulders and like a narrower waist. And sometimes you get stuff like it's, you feel like you're in a, like a tent because yeah. they don't, they're not like slimming. Everything's kind of like straight down. And it's just big and floppy. And I I hate that. I hate having flop going and like things like flapping when you're skiing. Well, that's like, so we got Bodie He had because they wear a shirt and tie when they go to the games now. So, Look at that, little gentleman. So he had bought him a shirt really quick and just sent it to him, you know, from Amazon. Because, of course, he was saying, oh, we don't have to have anything in first week. Oh, we have to have a shirt and tie. Yeah, we, we told you probably, but... Whatever near you here. didn't go to like Joseph A. Bank when you're up there, you get like buy one suit at thirteen free. <laughs> just give just give him a whole suit. I'm sorry, kid, you're gonna have to wear a whole suit. Um, but we got him like a it's a regular cut and he said it is flopped out. Like if you were like two hundred pounds but all on your belly, I mean four hundred pounds but all on your belly, oh. like that would be like how this is designed. Like it's weird. So that's why you gotta get like slim cut or athletic fit. That was one thing. That's when I first realized I was a grown up. Is when I got a suit tailored, mm. and I'm like, oh, so this is how it's supposed to look and feel. <laughs> yeah, I, it, I always felt like I was like borrowing my dad's suit for communion. You know, like <laughs> you like borrowing is it, it doesn't fit. It looks all huge and stupid. Yeah, When you like get it like tailored. And you're like, oh. And this like, you know, good. this, yeah. then you're like, I, I do feel like taking over someone's company or, you know, firing somebody. <laughs> like you just, when you have a nice fitting suit, you just kind of get this like power trip. Yeah. No, it definitely changes you. I wonder if we're ever gonna get to a point where we're going to have like custom fit ski gear, like 3d print. I mean, cause if you need a suit now and you go online, like you can get like a, Custom custom suit for like five hundred bucks. That would have yeah. cost you like ten thousand bucks like fifteen years ago. Well they do that with sneakers. I'm sure it's only a matter of time till they do that with everything. I still want a three D print <laughs> ski boots. Well, even the um the tops of skis, you know, the graphics on that, mm-hmm. they'll let you custom do those a lot of times. Yeah, like Wagner. Yeah. They have those uh they'll totally customize your skis for you. Won't be yeah. cheap, but they'll do it. Yeah. If you want little Hello Kitties all over it, that's what you go with? <laughs> I saw somebody. It was a little girl with, with little Hello Kitty skis. They were adorable. Aww. She was tiny. See, that's cute. Or if you're Asian, it's still cute. Oh, she was both. <laughs> she was tiny. Now, I know we always talk about... You know, there's certain things you talk about in skiing. You know, like your DIN setting. Like, do you know what DIN means? No. Eh, pass. The Deutsches... Institute für Normung is the German Institute for Standardization, and the DIN value is an industry-adopted scale of release force setting for ski bindings. Huh. Deutsches Institut für Normung. So you're gonna DIN? test everybody that does your skis, and if they touch your DIN, be like, "What does DIN mean?" Big DIN energy. I thought <laughs> DIN, <laughs> I'd the din an awesome man. shirt. Yeah. Big DIN energy. Yeah, I just I just love looking through like new ski stuff. Like I can actually look at this magazine and smell new boots because my boots don't have that new that that ripe new smell anymore. Now that goes pretty sad. quick. It does. It does. A little bit of funk. A little bit of frostbite. You lose all that fun. Oh yeah. You want that new new car smell? Ah, the new new ski boot smell. Yeah. Yeah yeah there's some cool stuff in here and again like you know i like how they get like a large variety of people testing these they have like uh, 30 30 or so people testing all these skis and talk about where they skied and what they skied on what they like and like i said there's a bunch of this like backcountry stuff where they talk to different gearheads about different you know different pieces of ski gear they have one person talking about You know, bindings, person talking about skis, talking about helmets. And the thing about helmets, too, is, you know, it's something you don't really think about much, is that they have different kinds for different kinds of heads. And depending on what shape and size your head is, one may fit better than another. Hmm. I guess. Really? There's a helmet company called Sweet Protection. (laughs) I don't think I've ever heard of before. But I kind of like it. Yeah, right? That actually could mean a lot of different products. (laughs) Right? I mean... Could be be rubber gloves working at a hospital. (laughs) Flavored condoms, right? PPE. (laughs) We've only just begun. That's right. We've only just begun. Yeah. So I like the... So, what do you think the new trend is gonna be? like I know things are getting a little you know they're a little different because now we haven't been <clears throat> as social you know the last few seasons for skiing right like does it does it change things where people have different styles or different you know fads that are gonna come onto the mountain are they gonna all go out and just snowblade snowblade the whole day yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you know, last year, obviously, with all the the social distancing and the reservation systems, the big thing was obviously a lot more backcountry travel. Mm. And I wonder if people are going to keep doing it or if they're going to get, you know, start going back to the resorts. I'm guessing it's just going to keep going. More people just getting out into the backcountry because it is a more choose your own adventure, a little more adventurous, a little less standardized as, you know, your, mm-hmm. your regular resort skiing, but yeah, it's, it's I, I, I think it, they're going to open everything up again. I mean, now because they're forcing everybody to get their vaccines, <clears throat> they're opening stuff and, and just going with that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think mm. they just, they've learned a lot too, that, you know, there was minimal incidents at all the resorts last year, there was, you know, a few isolated ones, but I think they sort of, I don't want to say sabotage. Yeah. But certain places did, you know, kind of set themselves up for failure in a way. Yeah. You could with say. their rules, the, the rules they chose to go with. Yeah. So they, I got a, um, yeah, I'll say it. I got, a, I got a survey from Jackson Hole. Uh, so I filled it out, honestly, you know, they asked, they asked some questions like, how do you feel about wearing masks and, and everything all over the entire resort? And I'm like, absolutely not. Cause I don't want to wear it while I'm skiing. Only if it's zero degrees. Does it seem like a smart idea? Yeah. But even then it's probably not an N95, you know, <laughs> covering I'm wearing on my face, yeah. you know? So, I don't know. Just wondering. Wonder what's gonna go on this this season, so Yeah, I mean most people survived last year. Let's yeah. be honest. The majority of people lived. So hopefully we've learned a bit. And and I, mean, I that, really didn't miss too was, much last year. How was, was last year compared to avalanches from previous years? Was it bad? It burying was worse, people? Yeah, yeah, it was worse last year. Because, again, a lot of people went into the back country not having their, you know, Avalanche certification, training experience, and got caught out there. Hmm. Last year was particularly bad. And, you know, we'll see if, you know, our buddy Abe's prediction is correct that this season is going to see more injuries since a lot of people took off last year, quarantined all year, got fatter, didn't yeah. exercise. And now they're going to go and, and get wrecked. Hmm. That'll be interesting to see. You know, another kind of going back to the gear here, one thing you're seeing a lot more of is a lot more hybrid boots. That's for sure. Oh yeah. And maybe skis. Everything is just becoming more more capable, it seems like. Mm. You know, like the boots that you know that I got. I think yours too. They they were kind of like that first wave of the the hybridized ones, mm. where it's like, oh, you can use it for alpine, you can use them for for touring, and yeah, that's just the trend right now. Where you know everybody's got at least one, sometimes two, different touring boots, and then even like the alpine or the yeah, the touring boots are becoming more alpine friendly, and the alpine boots become more touring friendly. So. Right. Like there's so much sweet gear now. Like it used to mm. be, well, if you wanted that, you have to go and get a, you know, a Scarpa, or you have to go get, you know, right. this particular Salomon. It's like now you have all new gears. You want one piece of gear that does everything. Yeah, and that's that's kind of cool. I mean, say you're doing, you know, you're not, you do like one or two days in the backcountry. Most of the time, you your resort skiing. You don't mm. want to have to buy two sets of boots, two sets of skis. It's like, no, no biggie. Just get these and these, and you're all yeah. set. Which is which is great because then again, if you do like it and maybe next year you're like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna, you know, change what I do and maybe do exclusively touring or maybe fifty percent instead of twenty percent. And you don't have to go all in, which is nice. You can dip your toe into things. Yeah. Which is really cool. I just love checking out all the new graphics. It's just It's just fun and exciting. And you feel like a kid again. You know, seeing all this cool new stuff, it's like getting that Toys R Us catalog back in the day. And you want to circle all the stuff. Back in the day, Toys R Us. Toys R Us was a thing. Yeah. But yeah, so, you know, right now, if I, we got a foot of snow and I had just what I have right now, I think I'd be all right. There is, you know, like I said, I want to get a touring setup, but how often would I use it? Yeah, just like my stupid black crows that I do love, but never get to use. <laughs> They're there. Like, I'm happy I have them, but I don't get to use them that often. I'm trying to point yeah. to them. This is really hard. What the hell, the bourbon is not helping. Yeah. You kind of see them right bourbon there. Bourbon is help. Bourbon is not helping me. Point. There we go. Kind of see them around there. Around They're there. They're over there There, over there. I just like having them there too, because at least I have them there and I can see them. And if I'm like pissed off or annoyed at my job, I can look over and then you say, hey, buddy, we're here. That's what I'm working my ass for. We're ready when you are. We're ready when you are, pussy. We could be somewhere skiing right now. And the the skis actually do mock me. Yeah, yeah. They laugh at you all the time. No, they literally do. Yep. There's a little message on there, like underneath where your your, uh, boot is. It says, Mm. if you can read this, you're not skiing. (laughs) The skis actually mock me. Nice. As they should, as they do, as they should. So as we were talking, I I looked up. I like seeing what what trends are. And this InterSport rent, they're saying the twenty twenty one must haves on the slopes. So I kind of, it's interesting to to hear like what the you know what's coming up, what what to look out for. Is so InterSport saying, European? It's European. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, trend one: skis with optimum flex. So. I guess that's the uh yeah, I guess that's what they're saying is trend. Trend two ski boots with walk mode. That definitely comes there in handy. Go. Trend three goggles with quick change lenses. Uh that is very handy. hmm Uh trend four ultra lightweight helmets. Feel like you're not wearing anything. Uh trend five sustainability first. It's like, hey, I got to chuck my old gear because it's not sustainable. (laughs) (laughs) So now I can buy some sustainable gear. Trend six, uh, urban outdoor fashion. Trend seven, ski touring from the backcountry to the slopes. Does that mean they're going to have like Yeezy ski boots? Oh, yeah. Yeezy ski boots. Or goggles. I think, why can't he have like a whole, a whole everything, a whole kit, a Yeezy ski kit. Yeezy ski kit. That's don't give me any ideas. You might get sued for using Yeezy. <laughs> Kanye is a genius. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> maybe maybe he'd like to come on do a uh, high flute and ski bum ski boot. Oh yeezy ski boot. A yeezy ski boot. Maybe one blue, one red. Or one blue, one orange. One blue orange. That'd be great. Or multicolor on on they can make them look like fire um make it look look like basketball shoes with the you know high tops just like yeezys paint them like that that's right boom <laughs> i mean i have you heard i've heard 16 things crazier in the last couple of days yes there's been a lot of crazy stuff in the news <laughs> would it really be that crazy if kanye came out with a whole ski line absolutely not i don't think cool. so I think, <laughs> he would sell it to Gap, and it'd be cheap, and there, everybody oh, would win. Okay, oh, imagine that—like boots for like a hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> his flip flops cost three hundred, but his ski boots will cost a hundred. Can you imagine if they just started pumping out boots from China, be like, we don't care about copyright, just ten dollars each. Imagine Kanye's like, dude, I'm so pissed at, like, I want to get black skiers on the mountain. He's like, yeah, make these cheap why not and people, why not get everybody out on the mountain but then i get to be like air jordans where you don't actually wear them for skiing you just wear them around like you don't wear air jordan's to play basketball you Can just, I just wear them for fashion wearing <laughs> your your ski boots your easy ski boots like <laughs> just hanging around just wearing them for fashion bro yo man i got my easy ski boots could you imagine if that did happen and people like <laughs> in like the city like say like new york city or chicago in the winter time, just start walking around in ski boots. Do you know how many people would fall and break their asses? <laughs> that would be hilarious. Though. Imagine trying to run away from somebody and the guy's <laughs> wearing ski boots. You're like, dude, like I'm gonna get you. Like it's do gonna I, be so. Do I have easy. To describe the suspect, he has ski boots on. He He's just fell far. Like it's four <laughs> times on the last block. Oh man, <laughs> that would be great. They just wear him everywhere. Kids, Mom, I need my ski boots. Where are they? I want to wear them to school. You're not skiing. You're walking to school. <laughs> it's wear your $300 Yeezy flip-flops. That's right. Or slides. Yeah. Sorry. Slides. We call slides. Them. That's right. No kid gets caught in flip-flops these days. It's all slides. Yeezy slides. If You have to Google them. They really are the ugliest, most ridiculous looking thing ever. And you go on like... Stock X. Oh, they're only a hundred bucks. I thought they were a lot more. Oh. Like, they just look idiotic. Oh, look at the Yeezy Foam Runner. (laughs) That looks futuristic, man. Maybe that's what the ski boot can be based on. Oh, yes. It'll just be a uh, like an exoskeleton shell. Wow, that is kind of funky. The Yeezy Foam Runner. I think we need some Yeezy Foam Runner ski boots. They're only like 200, yeah. <laughs> These are running shoes, so why, why can't you just make ski boots like that? It's like if Aquaman came from the water and decided to walk <sighs> on Earth and needed running shoes. This is what he would have. He took like a conch shell and somehow cut a few holes in it. <laughs> those are, actually, what do those cost? 230 240 <laughs> It probably gets like two dollars in material. I was gonna say it's foam. It's like not even, they're not like even Crocs. fifty cents. They're like, they're like Yeezy Crocs. Cro- that's right, Yeezy Super Crocs, top shell heart, uh toe covering Crocs. But if you get the Ar- Ara Rat, those are five hundred and thirty. Oh, I don't know why. For some reason, they are. Ah, oh, here we go. There's. There's a fake website that has, you call them Kanye slide. (laughs) What is it? It's under the, it's under, see now the website has their, I'm not even going to mention this website, but they have the tab actually carries a different, different name. And the tab is funny. It says buy cheap roller shoes in bulk. (laughs) <laughs> from China, drop shipping. So these are called the Kanye Slide Moon Grey Foam Runner Arat Bonnet Women's Slippers Mineral Blue Sandals Original Sandal Desert Sand Resin Earth Brown. <laughs> oh my god. But they have them like every color and they are forty six fifty four. <laughs> Should we get a bunch? <laughs> Let's just get a bunch. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Wait, wait a minute, wait. The vermilion ones are going for $2,000. Wow. Adidas Yeezy Foam Runner Vermilion 1998 is the latest ask price. And the last sale was $2,100 for Yeezy Crocs. Wow, Yeezy Crocs. And if you want them in a size 10, they're $2,600. Wow. So I see them in white, black, and they have this gray top with the cream bottom. I I just I I just don't even I don't understand what's happening right now. You know, the black ones look look badass. The red ones are almost three thousand dollars for crocs <laughs> for goddamn easy crocs covered crocs are three thousand dollars. I just uh God bless. that's why he's a billionaire that's why he's a goddamn billionaire. I know so I'm trying to buy damn Yeezy fake Yeezy Crocs <laughs> from China. Fake Yeezy Crocs. I'm, I'm too... <laughs> but I love that little the little tab. So you're shopping and it's like, oh, this is a great price. Yeah, it, the tab is buy cheap roller shoes in bulk <laughs> from China drop shipping. Boom. I'm like, yeah, they're not hiding it and it's in plain sight. Apparently, Probably toxic. Apparently, Yeezy Gap's uh, sweatshirt sold out. Oh recently. yeah, yeah. Wow. There you go. Yeah, eBay. They're reselling for two thirty nine. No, look up the Vermilion. They are two thousand plus dollars. Damn. That is bananas. <laughs> Yeezy, Yeezy Crocs. Yeezy Crocs. <laughs> I mean, that's fantastic. You know, good for him. I just $3,000. Oh, I'm going to sneakernews.com to get my information. <laughs> SNN, <laughs> the Sneaker News Network. The Sneaker News. Yeah, they're just like, they look reddish orange. It's a same croc that was in white. For $2,000. Yeah. You could buy friggin castly skis and like marker Duke bindings for that price wow. and actually be able to do something with them as opposed to these little they look like like fish yeah like a fish raped a croc
1: that's, that's what these shoes look like
0: crazy yeah and getting into it i don't know if that would be easy <laughs> oh i'm gonna try it'd be complicated easy <laughs> Complic easy. I just, just sent go you the to StockX to their friggin' vermilion. Oh, yeah. We got in Bodie's shoes at StockX.
1: Yeah.
0: These little princes, but it's a lot cheaper. Ah! Than- a, lot, a lot cheaper than, bro. Not here. It's not. Not for these. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's probably a deal. God damn. $2,000. <clears> Whatever. Boom. So people, if you're getting all upset about how much ski stuff costs, go look up Adidas Yeezy Foam Runners, particularly Vermilion, and realize how cheap ski gear is. I oh, no! unless you get it from China. We got it here. China. <clears throat> China. We'll get it from China. See, oh, they don't have the Vermilion one. See, that. that's why it's $3,000. Oh, wait. Oh. Wait a minute. I think they may have it. Another store. Triple Double Diamond. <laughs> Triple Diamond Gem. Happy Face. Little kitty with the hand up. Like <laughs> are ratings. You now uh, have you now have so many viruses on your computer. We're even right. looking that up. This is all coming back up. I'm FBI like trying to get a size. To house. Oh, remember Steve sent out that thing about that uh, Traeger Grill from Oh like, yeah, I didn't click on that goddamn link. Dude, it's like a Trigger Girl for like 80 bucks. I got one getting ordered. <laughs> I got one being delivered. Oh yeah. <laughs> the minute that shit comes in. I actually did that for the um the Arcteric jackets, right? The Arcteric jackets and then the AirPod uh pros. I got a pair of AirPod Pros. I, I sent away for those AirPod Pros. <laughs> they were like 75 bucks. And they're like, it was a promo thing, whatever, we'll send it to you soon. I didn't hear anything for like eight <laughs> months. <laughs> I like forgot about it. And then all of a sudden it comes in the mail one day. I'm like, Holy crap. It wasn't a fake. If we can find someone who left him in the laundromat (laughs) washing machine, we'll put them in this case and send them to you. That's right. We've got got four lefts. We got (laughs) to find a right man. That's right. Got to find some rights. It was weird, but uh, yeah, they actually work the same and I don't know. You don't notice the difference. There you go. Um, But yeah, I ordered the Traeger grill. It's a hundred bucks. I'm like, let me see. Let me throw my hundred hat, hundred bucks into the ring. See if I get a trigger girl. <laughs> it's like a you could resell it for at least like two, three hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. It's just weird. Well, there you go. Yeah, StockX. StockX. So do not have ski boots on StockX? Do they? So they have sell for five hundred, buy for two grand. Yeah. So you think StockX is taking a big chunk of that? Well, I guess that's if you could start selling at that price. That's that's the that's the um the bid offer, or the, uh, the uh, ask offer. So someone's like, "Hey, man, I'll buy these for three hundred forty-three bucks," and they're uh, like, "Nah, the cheapest one I'm selling at is $2,600. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's like the stock market, you know? Oh yeah, like Bitcoin. Same thing. All right, so. We're looking at gear. Man, We're great. looking at trips. We're excited. Hope you guys are too. If you haven't checked out this free skier buyer's guide, it's again, it's just, it's ski porn. I've got any of the other ones yet. I remember there was one I got last year. It was like an online guide to, to gear. I got to look that one up. That was fantastic. Obviously not powder this year anymore. Rest in peace. And the ski, hmm. mag, ski magazine kind of cranked up their stuff this year. I think I have their new issue floating around somewhere too. If you guys have any stuff you're excited about, hit us up. Ski bum Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Visit us, ski bum We're on your favorite social media apps, Twitter, Facebook. It's the other one, Instagram, untapped at ski bum podcast. Rate and subscribe. Tell your friends. Check out our sponsor, Paradise Skis. Go to paradiseskis.com. Use the code ski 15 for 15% off. Thank Make you. you so Shops for some merch shop for some merch our shop skibumpodcast.com slash shop this dope shirt hats whatever we got all kinds of stuff whatever you need we we will have more we don't have any yeezy foam runners though yet I'm looking we may we will have some customized crocs I don't want orange orange and blue orange and blue thank you guys so much for listening we really do appreciate it and we'll talk to you guys next week stay high stay polluting see ya